entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Turn the music up, turn me down. Google. Let's go get him again. This time is for the money, my nigga. Brooklyn, stand up. Never been a nigga this good for this long, this hood. For this pop, this hot, for this sweet. With so many different flows, this one for this song. The next one this one Look what that pressure makeup. Bitch, dude, yo. <laughs> I would say we back in the building, but it ain't not even like we really left. But like we got, I mean, I left. I left. I was gone. Well, I mean, hey, welcome back. <laughs> Hello. It's nice to be back, man. Oh my god, yo, is good. I, I was really home. I was really home, man. You know, I was in Mexico. Huh? I was in Mexico. I was in Mexico. <laughs> look, I'm I'm biracial. Oh my goodness! Can someone get a look at this? <laughs> someone, please get a look at this. So you didn't you didn't see anything that happened then? I mean, I tried to I tried to keep up a little bit, but Did it was you, it was hard. Mexico dilly dallying, listening to fucking Blink One Eighty Two and shit down. There, <laughs> I saw the footage. I was on my Drake vibes. I don't know about that. I was. I was sticky icky. Yeah, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some more information about that. Cause I remember I remember dropping a little nugget around niggas was like, yo, like when you play that shit in certain areas, like that album sounds a little bit different. It do. We'll we'll, we'll talk about that later though. A little bit different. But like our favorite holiday happened, NBA free agency is kicking off. <laughs> and love that. And like three hours before that June starts, this nigga KD said, Fire in the hole. <laughs> Boom. I need to go. Nigga requested a trade, yo, in a four-year contract. So now every fucking GM in the NBA is niggas is calling other niggas. Everybody's best team, everybody's best player is calling a GM and they confidants within their organization. And they look, y'all seen SpongeBob before? <laughs> Most memeable cartoon ever, the greatest cartoon ever, maybe. What my man Sponge say? Hi, Kevin. <laughs> that's the entire league right now yo they're calling him they're texting this guy hi kevin it's time but now you got all types of shit getting pulled out from under the rug bobby marks out here dropping baby baby marks bombs well you know he can't really go to the heat for ban because of extension signings and cba contractors litigations and da, 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 da. so now your x and your y and your z are out <laughs> So now what happens? Fuck I don't man. know. Philly, I don't, I mean, I don't. He might. And I, can we can we act can we not act like Philly doesn't have things to give? Like we've we've got you know we don't got a lot of picks because we already gave them away 
to to Brooklyn in that Harden deal. We got we got a little bit left. And we still have Tyrese Maxey, who's a budding star, who's who they wanted in the Harden deal, but we were able to keep him out of it. You know, we got a guy in Thibel who's, you know, intriguing, two-time all-defensive player of the year, you know. And then we got Tobias Harris as well. You know, it might intrigue you. I, who knows? Contract, money. We'll give you Shake Milton. We'll give you Furkan Korkmaz. We'll give you all of it. I'm just saying, I... It's probably not going to happen just because we've already traded with the Nets. Why would they trade us James Harden and Kevin Durant? There's no way they could be that nice, right? I mean, if they are, cool. Ain't but that much, it's probably not going to happen. Brother, ain't that much brotherly love in the world for them niggas. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, but they keep talking this KD to the sun shit, and I just don't – it doesn't really move me like that. Like, I know it would be good. It'd probably be amazing, <laughs> but I just, it's just something about that, that whole situation where I'm like, ah. I think this is a case where people are overvaluing DeAndre Ayton. And we've talked about this before on other episodes of like, especially in the beginning of the season, like why haven't the Suns paid DeAndre and what's going on with that situation? He played big for them in the NBA finals last year. What's going on with that? Then we fast forward to this year in the playoffs and we kind of see why they were skeptical of paying him. And so I think around the league, there isn't that much. They don't hold too much value in DeAndre Ayton. But, you know, talking heads are going to believe, hey, it's DeAndre Ayton. You know, he's first overall pick, yada, yada, yada. But I don't think internally he holds that much value. Yeah, like I think we as the outsiders would look and be like, yeah, I probably wouldn't give DeAndre in 200 mil, but I'll give him 160. I'll give him <laughs> I might even give him 194, some shit like that. But if I'm in that position, that means that I'm trying to fill a circle with a, a, a square that's trying to be a little chiseled out. Like I'm not, it's gonna look okay. It fit a little bit, but like the question is that probably the execs have are the same questions that everyone have about him coming into the NBA. But you're a seven footer dominant touch, all that stuff from college. Y'all lost to Buffalo. <laughs> or because you was getting cooked up in that joint. And now like, now it's like, Oh, your motor, what are you doing? Uh, does he really have the yet? Some games he goes missing and like, you said we saw it in the playoffs, and like it's a bad time to do that. Mm-hmm. It ain't his bad time in his Miles Bridges fucking off his career with his nut ass. But it's you know, it's the basketball equivalent of you doing some bad time and bad shit. Because now your market is small, and now your movement's not going to happen because all everything that happens with you is now predicated on where Kevin Durant goes. Thanks, because you're probably the marquee portion of that deal because the Suns aren't trading Devin Booker. Yeah. No. Kevin Durant's not going to the Suns to just play with Chris Paul. He's 40 and your guy gets hurt whenever <laughs> the playoffs come around. You know? But it would look nice if it was KD Devin Booker look over and I see Chris Paul there. Okay, now, you know, you probably don't have Miles Bridges at this point, but 
you can fill the roster out. You got a lot. Mikel? You mean You said McKell. You mean Mikel? Yeah, you you definitely don't. But have I him. don't think they. I don't think they put Mikel in a deal. I think I, I don't. I don't think they do. I think the guy that they put in a deal is Crowder. Crowder's the guy that they put in the deal. I him, forgot. Cam Johnson. And Aiden, that's what they're willing to give up right now. That's the deal Cam that's on the Johnson. table and picks. Aiden, you you want a guard? Take Landry Shamit, take Landry Shamit back. You want a shooter? Give us KD and Joe Harris. We'll give you Landry Shamit. You want you want you want Sarek? He can. He's a good good yeah. good, good little uh, locker room guy for your your key piece now. Ben Simmons, that's the guy you wanted, right? <laughs> take them five and take these seven picks because Rudy Gobert just got five and five and he ain't worth none of that. Yeah, so I I had a conversation with Andre Stellens last night. You too? About, yeah, you know what? Yeah, we love Andre, bro. Love we love Andre. we love we love we love Andre, but he was tripping last night. He's he very high, he's very high, and he's on the train of Rudy Gobert. And soft ass cat being a good tandem. And I just don't see it. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen this before. We've seen this with Al Horford and Joel Embiid, who, and Joel Embiid's a better, more dominant version of a Carl Anthony Towns. And that didn't work. And I would say that Al Horford is a better defender than Rudy Gobert. But that's just me. That's my opinion. That's my opinion. See, but like, at the same time, though, I just I just don't see it. Like we're in an era where the last finals we just watched, the majority of those teams and the majority of those games, they're running small ball lineups. So I'm just confused on why we're trying to conjure up these narratives that, yeah, you know, two seven footers who one's kind of, you know, kind of can score and the other can't score at all and can really only play defense sometimes is going to be a dominant lineup in a small ball NBA. I just don't understand. Yeah, like, like I rock with Dre because he's probably the only guy that I would let try to convince me of a basketball topic off of analytics because he doesn't use them as like, a basis for the conversation. He uses yeah. them, explains them in a way where you're like, okay, I understand why GMs would want a multi multi defensive player of the year. Probably the best. I don't know. I guess he's the best defensive center in the NBA. Like, I guess he's the probably the third best player in Jazz history. All right, fine. I get it. That's cool. But like. Last time I saw two bigs flourish, it was a different era. Niggas had legitimate nicknames. <laughs> Niggas was getting quadruple doubles with, with, with 10 blocks. Pre that, Niggas was fucking scoring 70-plus on all twos. Yeah. And one of them niggas was a swimmer. Okay? None of those niggas was averaging six points ever in their life. Like, Rudy Gobert is good, but, like, those two are not the, 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 the big fundamental 
and the the admiral. They're not those guys. They're not Tim Duncan. They're not David Robinson. Those are the last two guys that I saw be bigs and be fucking dominant together. Yeah, it would be nice if Rudy Gobert has some type of offensive game. Then it's like, all right, we're cooking with oil. Now we can space out and be and be big size wise, because Cat can take it out to the three point line. I can swing that joint cross court if I'm D'Angelo Russell to Anthony Edwards. I just don't see how that spacing works though, because I think it's going to work. You, know I just, you want to guess what? I'm going to have to put this bug in Andre Snelling's ear because I need to know what it's going to be at the end of 82 games. I feel like somehow, some way, Anthony Edwards is going to have an incredible season next year while also bringing up one of the weirdest stats. He might have some shit where he shoots better from three mm-hmm. than he does from two. Not inside the paint, but from two. Why? Because Rudy Gobert's nut ass is going to be clogging the lane up Fucking up those short rotations. And I was going to have to settle for a whole bunch of midi contested Jones. Yeah, I don't want to see that. But Rudy Gobert, five. Five picks, five players, yo. But that's where it comes. But like that's and like, you know how we talk about but we talk about how, you know, reporters and stuff and how much they affect the league when they when they put certain guys in certain positions and they give guys like back-to-back defensive player of the year awards, like here's a clear instance of a guy who probably shouldn't have gotten back-to-back defensive player of the year awards, but because he did that now warranted the jazz to demand five picks for him. But also we do have to keep in mind which team he got traded to. He got traded to um he got traded he got traded to the Timberwolves. Sorry, ooh, brain fart. Um, but he got traded to the uh to the uh god damn, not again, not again. The Timberwolves. No, to Timberwolves. Thank the you. Minnesota Thank Timberwolves. You. God damn, what is wrong with me? It's because I was on vacation. It's no. really I was on vacation. I'm trying to get it back. I'm trying to catch up. That's really what's going on here. No, you need to vacation. take that fucking juice and berries you got. And them curls and wash that shit out because it's setting in on your joint. But you know, what the fuck do I know? You really be hating on the curls. I understand why you can't, you know, one of one. I, you know, you can't really get them like me. Makes sense. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. To, like, it's fine to want them. It's you fine. Know what versatility to... is? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm versatile. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, like, my hair, the hair. No. Like, no, I got a baby fro right now. Hey, you guys hear this guy? I'm gonna uh, cut. My yeah, shit. I know he's tripping. <laughs> he's. I'm tripping. gonna cut my shit, and then it's gonna be like, damn, nigga, you just had a fro. How you got waves? And it's like, yo, just take it the fuck easy. That's not you. That's not you. No, That's it's not like you. No, like, I know you never seen like, like Memento and shit like that. Like we can, you know, get you there eventually. Oh, really? Eventually, but like. Rudy Gobert's not getting you no fucking wear. Yo. No facts. But, you, but, but, but that's what I'm saying, though. But people also got to remember it's the Timberwolves, though. Like, they had to give more in order to get a guy of his caliber. You know what I mean? So, like, people have to keep that, that in mind. And, like, I'm cool with Rudy Gobert having a few defensive player of the years. Like, he is an impactful player on the floor. But 
I just don't know how that fit works. And even if it would, like now all eyes is low-key on D'Angelo Russell. Like you have to make the right decisions every play now. Yeah. Because you have now the ability and the exposure to do so. You can come off the pick and roll and have Rudy Gobert in a dunker spot and lo- throw him a lob. Or you can throw it backside or, or weak side to wherever Anthony Edwards is. Or you can take it for yourself and do your thing. So he's going to have to show a lot this year because now they have – I'm not going to say they don't have excuses, but they should not be less than a five seed in the West. They shouldn't be. I agree. I think defensively is where they're really going to have to, like, show up because you lose a guy in Pat Bev who was a a key perimeter defender for that team. But then you also are now entrusting in a guy in Rudy Gobert to play good defense and not get killed in a pick-and-roll situation in the playoffs. And you already had a guy in Cat who's really not a good defender. And he doesn't play big around the rim. So they have a lot of questions defensively after trading for a defensive quote unquote juggernaut. Maybe he's a juggernaut. I don't know. Like, I, I, I just don't know. I just don't. I, I don't know. Well, we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah, I just. Like, it looks good. It sounds good. But it ain't enough, man. It's just <laughs> I just I just can't find it to be enough. Like, but. But, like, we as fans, the question is, like, what do we deem as enough versus what the guys who make the decisions do? Yeah. Because we've seen since KD asked for a trade, every team in the books is trying to put together a package. But we all have the understanding that you're not going to get equal value back for Kevin Durant. Nor are the teams that are – vying for him going to trade their cornerstone pieces so now you're in this limbo of taking the best overall package pause and it's like what do you do like where do you go to do you go to toronto and take their their offer do you somehow some way the warriors are popping back up in the mix and i don't know how i feel about that because like, I would be down to see it from a basketball standpoint, but I would hate it for Kevin Durant because everybody is going to tell him he can't win without Steph Curry. Yeah. yeah. Like, his legacy, like, like he almost has to go to the Sonics whenever they bring them back. Like, who knows? Maybe Bron buys them, Jones, makes them, and then they got some weird shit going on. But. You don't know what I wonder, though, you know, if and when they do bring the Sonics back, is uh, the the Thunder are they going to be required to send the Sonics back their banners? Or I don't I don't really know how that works. You know what I mean? Well, I think the Sonics history would still be intact, but there would be just a gap. Like the, but, the, but but I'm saying like. The, 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 thunder, the, thunder, the Thunder have Sonics banners in their arena. Oh, yeah, yeah. They like, have they have to, to send back. those back. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. Yeah. You guys are not the – you guys are not the Seattle Supersonics. Sorry. Just hold these, Jones, because we're coming back. We'll be back. We'll be, we'll be right back. Might be late, but we're going to be back. <laughs> the real question is how is the league going to handle that expansion? Because even though it's an expansion of an additional team – you can't just send 
like this Seattle's not going to turn into what the Thunder did when they became the expansion team and have pick after pick after pick that happens to be Russell Westbrook, James Harden, mm-hmm. Jeff Green, and fucking Kevin Durant eventually. I mean, you don't he didn't get drafted there, but you know, by way of the joint. So now the question is, what does that draft look like? What does that supplemental draft look like? What players are going to say, yo, I'm going to Seattle. But my thing is, I don't know how they do it by just adding one team. They have to add two. They have to add two. They have to add two. And that means, I mean, hey, a little bit of realignment, conferences, maybe. Vegas gets a team? I personally would not want to see an NBA team anywhere near Las Vegas, Nevada. That's just me. I don't think it would be beneficial. Why not? Players if they can have an NFL team in Vegas, I think they can have a basketball team in Vegas. But the amount of players in the NFL that can fuck it up, the guys who could fuck it up, they're probably playing on Sundays more than they're just being on the practice team. So they're going to have a little bit of different mentality while they're down there in Vegas. But I just don't want to see a bunch of young kings in Vegas off the second pick of the draft with all this new money in Vegas. Anything can happen in Vegas. Wild Laws is down there in Vegas. I don't yeah. want to see that, man. That's fair. That's fair. Drop them in Phoenix. Give Phoenix two teams. Fuck it. That's nasty. I don't think I want to see that. But I mean, hey, if they go to if they go to Vegas, that's fine. They just better pray that the first few years no wild shit happens. Thanks. Going to be like, see, Vegas, they got a team in Vegas. <laughs> All of a sudden, fucking LeBron's averaging thirty five for thirty five games, and he gets three. They want to blame Vegas. That's true. <laughs> All right, so look, so I got a question for you. Where do you think Katie will land? I think it really depends on where Kyrie Irving goes. Well, I think that's an even better question. Where do you think Kyrie's going to land? You don't want to know that answer. I, I'm actually dying to know that answer. Uh, you don't want to know that answer because no, I, I'm literally dying to know what that answer is. Remember when I told you, like, yo, this nigga's in LA and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. send me the picking on it. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, like they randomly report that he just got bought a crib in LA. I don't believe that to be true, but I also don't pay attention to millionaires buying houses because they're millionaires. What the fuck are they going to buy? <laughs> Bed sheets? No, no, no. Thanks. We're going to buy houses. So he might as well just come to the fucking Lakers. Come on. We're at eleven, purple and gold. Take Russell Westbrook. And whatever the fuck else you want. Do you want Anthony Davis? He's in the gym. He's with Lethal Shooter. So you'd be willing to give up Anthony Davis for Kyrie Irving. You'd you'd be fine with that. No, I want Russell Westbrook going. But if it comes down to like, oh, well, we need Anthony Davis back for the betterment of the league to keep Kevin Durant with Anthony Davis in Brooklyn. That would be dope, but then I need a third team. I need Donovan Mitchell to slide on over here. Something like that. You know what I mean? But that's not going to happen. So the more realistic thing to me is going to be like, yo, Kyrie. And we'll give you Russell Westbrook. Taylor Morton Tucker. 
and whatever the fuck else you want. No. That's, intri- that's, intri- that's intriguing to me. You want to know why? Because I have a theory. I have a theory brewing. And I just, I just feel like there's a slim chance that the stars, the NBA stars could align, right? And we could have some wild, wild shit happen in the NBA. Like, just imagine this, right? Let's imagine that your theory of Kyrie Irving going to the Lakers, being traded for Russell Westbrook, that happens. Fine. Clear, telling her, Tucker, whatever. Clear. What can I say? Clear. (laughs) Is the Kyrie vocals coming yet? But now here's the real crazy part. Here's the twist. You know, we were talking about Katie getting traded, getting moved. What if that doesn't happen? What if there isn't a solid trade partner? What if teams aren't willing to give the Nets what they want? What if the Nets have a conversation with Katie and say, here's the teams that have specific deals that we like. If you don't like any of these teams, you're going to have to stay here. And he just opts to stay there. What if that happens? He opts in to stay with the Brooklyn Nets and he is paired with his former nemesis, Russell Westbrook, and then Kyrie would be paired with LeBron James again. How wild would that be? It'd be a, it'd be a, it'd be a duo full circle moment. Wild. That would, that would, that would be the wildest thing in NBA history. What, what they know say? Look here, little one. Perfectly balanced. Like all things should be. <laughs> Come on, Tex. What Chris said? Come on, Tex. Seven. Need it. Need it bad. I need it bad. But I almost would wonder if that were to happen, if Russell Westbrook would actually stay in Brooklyn or if they would buy him out. I don't think That's that they would point. be able to do a thing like that because, like, you can't let go of Kyrie Irving and get back essentially just Taylor Horton Tucker or whatever else the case may be. Like, that's not going to happen. So I think they should just do it. Like, they keep saying, oh, all of a sudden there's no traction, nothing's going on. But, like, there's no way he can come back and play for the net. So he has to get moved. But, Yates, here's the thing, though. Like, yeah, you say – Oh yeah, there's no way you can just trade Kyrie for just that. But the Nets don't want any part. Like no matter how we feel about Kyrie, right? And no matter how talented Kyrie is, he's been very tumultuous in Brooklyn. And I think they've had enough. Like you like you know how you know you get with a girl and you know you do whatever you want to do and she reached that breaking point to where you know she's just done and fed up and it's just fuck you all day every day. That's where the Nets are at. They don't want no parts of Kyrie. They were praying to God that Kyrie opted out, but he didn't, and that blew up everything. Well, he would be in fucking. He would be insane if he opted out at thirty-seven. He yeah. was thinking about it. He was thinking about it. He was pondering. Yeah, but like, you can't turn down thirty-seven million dollars. I'm sorry. I, I understand that your work conditions are not the greatest. I agree with you. <laughs> I'm probably in the minority. I'm a full-fledged Kyrie supporter. Absolutely. Do your thing, brother. Shake the table. They can't tell you when you got to feel like playing ball. So wait, but can we also, can we, can we get some clarity on this though, Yates? 
Will you agree that the reason why the Brooklyn Nets are being blown up and have been blown up is because of Kyrie Irving? Like, can we, can the consensus be that? I'm not going to put it all on him, but he is. You're not going to put it all on him. No, 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 I'm not going to put it all on him. Who else would it be on? I'm going to put it on the organization as well. I'm going to put it on the allowance of them to hire a wet behind the ears coach and Steve. Okay. 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 Letting Jacques Vaughn go. Okay. I'm going to blame them for how they handled the James Harden situation. I'm also going to blame them for creating this team that has Ben Simmons on it and then telling us he's about to be ramped up to play and then not be able to play. Like all these things are factors in which eventually culminate in both KD and Kyrie saying, I don't know if I can trust this organization, especially because if I'm supposed to be here for the next four years, three years, two years, I know I, as a ultra talent in the NBA, I don't give a fuck about these young guys you're going to bring in pick wise. But when I look and see that the Houston Rockets have every pick of ours from now until 2028 and they're not protected and they're swappable, those assets that can go get us a random guy like who knows a b-level scorer that could take our team from who the fuck is leandro barbosa to oh they got leandro barbosa (laughs) you how can i have faith in that on top of all the things that i've done individually going missing and all that type of shit yeah it's probably 70% me, maybe, probably more like 60. Because KD got to get some of that blame, too, because you're vouching for it. But I'm here because even though you're vouching for the bullshit, you're doing it as a cohesive duo. And I'm cool with that because through hell and high water, y'all told us y'all was here for each other. Mm. So, look, I'm fine with how anything has happened in Brooklyn. The only thing that I wish changed is that we didn't get a pandemic. Because we were robbed of the Harden KD Kyrie experience. And they would have walked, they would have walked away with at least two championships and we would have a completely different conversation. Giannis is probably in fucking who knows where Giannis is playing basketball at. He he's, might not, he's not with the Bucks. He's he not with the fucking Bucks. Dallas. Who knows, man? <laughs> who knows? The whole league would be chick changed around. Easily. The but panty, now the panty really messed everything up. That's crazy. He ruined the entirety of the NBA for the next 12 years. Like just a man, like remember when Chris Paul was supposed to be a fucking Laker? I think that's why you don't like Chris Paul. No, I really do. I really think I really think it's undertones of resentment of the fact that he was always supposed to be in the purple and gold. And David Stern prevented that from happening. And I don't think you ever really fully recovered from that. I don't think you did. No, I'm 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 cool with it because he tried. I told him, I, I DM'd him and said, you should sue the league. It's a and I sent him a screenshot. You are not allowed to be the, the <laughs> sole proprietor of a company while also being a pseudo owner and then say that a basketball deal is a conflict of it's a conflict of interest. Because what you deem is best for your organization and then best for your league, your buttonheads now all of a sudden we're fu- we would have been stuck with fucking DJ and Banga and them niggas. No, 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 no. I'm not feel. I, I don't like it. But 
Ever since that day, the entire league changed off of that deal not happening. You rewind and, and fast forward again to now, today, the pandemic is the sole reason why Giannis got a chip, the Warriors got their fourth, and for all we know, KD got four chips right now, and, and Kyrie got three. Harden got two, and now we're having a completely different situation. Maybe Harden comes to Philly as a two-time chip guy. That'd be wild. The game's fucked up like that. That's why I'm like, look, man, I can't hold anything against y'all two as players because y'all were in the most unique situation ever yeah. during the prime and peak of y'all power. Get the fuck out of Brooklyn. It's not meant to be. Basketball guys ain't like it. Maybe you should have went to the Knicks. Who knows? <laughs> oh, Hell no. That'll never Yo, yo can we... uh? Can we talk about this Drake album now since we only got, you know, maybe a few more minutes left? The Drake album that I told you was going to sound a little bit different out and about. It sounded crazy I'm on a catamaran. That. I'm just saying. I'm so, oh, my God. I, mean, I, I don't even want to really talk about stuff like that, but I'm just saying, like. Like it sounded it sounded it sounded wicked. On a catamaran, I was just you know, just throwing that out there. Like it was just, it was just really crazy. It was tripping. I was, I was in a golf cart riding around Mexico on an island, real vibey. Got sticky in my ear. It's just like it was really just different. You know what I mean? Silent parties with a whole bunch of Drake in my ear, vibing. I was, I was just, I, I, I don't even think you really know what that feel like though. Like, I, like. I think I need to like take you at the country so you can like feel like that vibe I was feeling because you can't really feel that on U.S. soil. Like I don't even like so I don't mean like us going to Puerto Rico because that's still technically U.S. soil if you didn't know. Like I'm talking about going to like Haiti or Jamaica or Mexico, like one of them, like like, like the them island vibes or like Cuba, like one of them, Jones. Like the Bahamas. I think Cuba's technically. I don't know if that's U.S. soil. I think but like the Bahamas. I mean, yeah, that that may count. Like, remember? Aren't you supposed to be? Aren't you supposed to be going to like uh, Brazil or some shit? I'm actually going to Colombia. <laughs> Colombia, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Ew! Ah! 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 If you catch a nigga on the SS Middle Johnson, just watch. Hey, <laughs> yo! Watch yourself. My yacht. <laughs> this is my friend's yacht. Your friend's yacht. And this is his party. Yeah, that's me, yo, for sure, for sure. But I'm just saying, like, like that Drake album was one of those things where, like, like you know how when it rains, it pours. Yeah, it definitely pours when it rains. But um, no, I was actually going to say like when it rains, you have to, <laughs> you have to like put uh like views ends up on your on your playlist at some point in time. Yeah, like that album, like it just goes with the weather, like. This album is going to go with the weather. When it's nice out, you driving, you look out, you see the clouds and shit. Cumulus is all popping out. You don't even know about a cumulus cloud. I've, I've been cumulus since Nimbus was riding on a motherfucking Dragon Ball. But don't you trip, okay? <laughs> don't you trip. All I'm saying is, when the weather's peaking, you got to put the Drake on, man. That shit go a little different. It's a little bit, though. Not a little bit, a lot of it. I'm just, nah, don't worry. You'll, you'll find out when you're in Colombia. 
No, 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 no. Columbiana. What I'm, what I'm telling you is like, I know how that kind of feels. Like, do you remember? I don't, I the, just the don't. Whole life it, one dance. Like, do you I, remember the 2016 I, summer? Yeah, yeah, I was outside. Do you remember the 2016 summer? I wasn't in America. <laughs> yeah. Me, this is why I'm at, this is what I'm asking you. Hey, yo. I just want to let you know, I'm starting it. I've already done it a couple times. Name that sample. It's going to be a fucking thing. I love that. My text can't answer it. It's okay. Don't feel perturbed. You like that one? Don't feel that way. You hype as shit you as an English major, yo. The learning space with sponges. But my man Sponge say, imagine. Yeah, this is is where you can come and get your shit off. It's okay to be wrong. It's a good guess. Is it okay to be wrong? You seem to weaponize that type of thing. Nah, it's, it's only on certain samples. Like, I don't expect niggas to listen to that DJ Drama song with with Benny the Butcher and Jim Jones and your guy Chris Brown and you know shit like that and Fab. Like, I don't expect. Yeah, yeah. don't let us get on that Chris Brown topic because you saw my Instagram story and hey, nobody, hey, was a no, nobody talking about no Trey songs, yo. I knew nobody was talking about no Trey songs. I'm just saying. See, this is the problem with like crowdsourcing to a closed audience <laughs> i would almost hope that your audience <laughs> somewhat approach but nobody a hundred percent yates there was like 40 people and a hundred percent of the people chose chris brown that's interesting but i mean hey i'm picking chris brown too sorry <laughs> sorry christopher I'm going to have to go with you. <laughs> you're out here playing. You're, you're singing on 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 the essence samples from Jada and the locks and shit on DJ. Like I don't expect niggas to catch that, but maybe you can catch the KRS one sample in the front half. But it's whatever, you know. It's whatever. But and I don't know why niggas was doing the whole like, like, like I Trey songs is cool and all, but like. It's like Usher. Just don't do that though, because don't do that. Because you was really, you was really going back at me talking about that Trey Songs was fighting with Chris Brown, and I don't like how you switching your story up right now. Yeah, he is going to fight. No, no, no. He's getting washed. I don't know about washed though. He's at the car wash. He's getting washed, bro. Ah, because Chris. Trey Song's got at least six tracks off of Anticipation 2 that are for sure dubs. You keep saying this. And I ask people about it, and they're like, yeah, that's nice. But Chris has too much. See, they don't, too much. I, don't think, I don't think they got enough ass. So that's kind of like TBD because like the Anticipation era was really a thing. So I'm just going to say, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Fuck this. What more can I say?